1990, the internet as we know it was created. An invention of infinite possibilities and unknown potential. There are now over 2 billion websites currently in existence. A wealth of information, functionality, and social media. However, if you dig deeper, there lies more beneath the surface. The strange, bizarre, and dark corners of the net. Welcome to the Weird Wide Web. Welcome back to the Weird Wide Web! <laughs> We're back after a slight hiatus to recoup and report a few episodes so that we can move on with consistent updates. Yes. Doing a haiku. Just doing a quick haiku and then we're done. It was only three weeks. And two syllables? I don't know. I failed English. <laughs> I failed a lot of things. I dropped it. <laughs> you didn't let them fail you. That's exactly right. I failed on my own terms. And not a goddamn person is going to tell me otherwise. We're back into it. Back into another weird exploration of the internet this one we're we're going down looking at some mysterious people online and this is a this is a this is a mystery where you start pulling at the sweater and you keep pulling and you keep pulling and you keep pulling and then the sweater's gone and then there's another sweater and you got to start pulling at that one now uh... so it's it's sweaters on sweaters on layers on layers. So no naked business? It's just more and more sweaters? It's just a lot of sweaters, yeah. Yeah. Super hot. Super hot. Oh, yeah. Not the game, but super hot. Super hot. Super uh, hot. I just thought it was going to be like that fun, like, oh, you you pull away, and then it's Scooby-Doo reveal. And <laughs> nope. <laughs> like a mask under a mask. The classic Scooby-Doo. They keep pulling off the mask, and again, it's Scooby-Doo. Oh, <laughs> he did it again. Damn. That damn dog. That goddamn dog. Uh, we're going to be exploring uh, some, some interesting and mysterious people, and then we're going to have some theories that you can go over of, like, what the root of this whole mystery is. With nearly 2.89 billion active users, Facebook has long reigned king as the largest social media platform in the world. The borderline monopolistic company contains a metric ton of information, from the mundane every posts about avocado toast, the tiny fragments of usable and helpful information, to the swaths of opinion-based posts of pure information. Wait, can you please reread that that? Dr. Seuss-like fucking sentence. You like that? Yes, I was very happy about that. All right, I'll I'll give it to you again. I'll give it to you again. The borderline monopolistic company contains a metric ton of information from the mundane everyday posts about avocado toast, the tiny fragments of usable and helpful information, to the swaths of opinion-based posts of pure misinformation. Wow, nice thesaurus. Woo, fuck you, community college. It's hard to know what we can genuinely trust anymore. The critical eye has almost all but been deleted from the social media giant. Users now prefer to remain in large echo chambers of their own unwavering beliefs. However, sometimes an exploration of the outlandish is necessary 
on the off chance it could be true, as well as the paths it can lead us down, such as the case of Karen Catherine Waldgrave. Karen joined the, the addictive world of Facebook in 2010. According to her newly created profile, she was from London and currently working on her PhD in the history of international relations at the University of Toronto. She seemed well-traveled and spoke several languages, including French, German, Russian, Estonian, Latvian, Latin, and Gaelic. We know that she was married in 1992 to Peter Lepic. Though the two were divorced a decade later, Lepidic was the CEO of a printing business called Technograph. Interestingly, in Karen's work history, she lists herself as a matrimonial investor and co-owner of Technograph. Karen then married again in 2003 to Gordon Finley, which we see again in her work experience as she lists herself as matrimonial investor and co-owner at the Finley Travel Limited Company. At a glance, her pro- profile is seemingly ordinary and could easily be lost among the masses of the internet. It is only when one begins to scrutinize Karen's profile that the holes start to emerge. For instance, in her list of languages, she lists Gaelic, spelt G-A-L-L-I-C. The specific word she uses, though, is not a language. It is used to describe French or French people and their customs. One could wonder if she possibly meant Gaelic, G-A-E-L-I-C. I know that one. For what it's worth, throughout her posts on her uh, Facebook profile, she does actually use a lot of those different languages. So it didn't seem like she was just claiming to know a bunch of things, but it is interesting the misspelling. We can find more bizarre wording in regards to the PhD she was pursuing. The University of Toronto does offer a PhD in international relations. However, it does not explicitly offer a PhD in historical international relations. This, though not inherently malicious, is puzzling as to why she chose that specific wording. Certainly someone highly educated would not be so prone to descriptive errors. Then, there's the case of Karen's photos. Again, nothing glaringly odd or out of place. One would first notice that the majority of the posted pictures were scanned in copies of the original. They all showed significant damage to the original. Some featured water damage, were, while others were causes of, like, ripping or tearing, stuff like that. But they are all s- scanned in. Porn pictures. Water damage. I can, I can hear the gears turning. How mysterious. <laughs> Stranger still oh. was the rest of her photos, which had been blatantly photoshopped as if they had... Photo damage. Oh. The photo manipulation is evident as the damage pattern is identical on all of the edited images. The true rabbit hole of Karen Catherine Waldgrave begins when we dissect her posts on the platform. 
She soon started obsessively posting about conspiracies, including various intelligent agencies and mind control. Karen expresses her knowledge of illegal activities perpetrated by the elite. These theories were sprawled out in long, grammatically confusing posts throughout her page. Wildly topping the original posts was the bizarre nature of the responses attached to them. They were nearly all written by Karen. Some posts had hundreds of responses, all seemingly posted simultaneously or very close together. She would spend hours responding and arguing with herself. As more and more users discovered her account, many theories and explanations came up. People believed she could be struggling with schizophrenia. Others proposed that it was a bot or an algorithm auto-generating random posts. It could even be possible that the whole account was some sort of social experiment gauging public reaction to a bizarre individual. However, in the realm of the strange posts by mysterious users, Carolyn barely scratches the surface. There is a much bigger, more twisting mystery to uncover, and we can pick up the first crumb directly from the comment section of Karen's posts. Whoa! This isn't even a mystery. This is just a little teaser, a little appetit. Little appetit. Yeah. Um. So, couple questions. Yeah. Karen. Yeah. Lovely name. Yeah. Different spelling. Oh, is it? How, yeah. How's this spelling? Uh, K A R I N. Oh. Who the fuck? <laughs> Already, we're off. Yeah. Yeah. That is awful. Um. All right. So the public nature of this, like, how do people find it? Um. People just like just stumbled across or like her profile was public yeah and people just discovered it and shared it around because it's just like bizarre to read just like paragraphs long of her discussing like mk ultra and stuff like that and you know i was privy to the elite you know covering up this and this and then she would argue with herself and then it would be in different languages but it was always like her responding to herself wait so like they're, they're different languages Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She talks to herself in different languages. And then the part of her being a matrimonial investor, that's, in, that's a great title. It's pretty great, right? Yeah. Matrimonial investor. Yeah. So she like knew she was just marrying in for money. I guess. I mean, these weren't like huge companies. What? You've never heard of Technograph before? <laughs> you know, funny enough, it hasn't come up. Huh. Big printing company. Um, yeah, so I am intrigued by, yeah, how it started, how it kept going. I mean, I've, I've definitely commented on my own post before to, like, mm-hmm. continue a thought if I forgot something. But there, there's, but like, no limit. have you ever argued with yourself? If, online? Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Who could tell? Maybe I was drunk one time. I was like, what the fuck is this idiot this saying? asshole. You no, know, that's not how you do it. I wake up in the morning, I'm like, ah, shit. Just screaming at myself. Um, but I'm excited. Let's, let's see what the next crumb is. Yeah. So that, that is just the, the, the teaser to get us into our real mystery. It's the, the leaping off point to dive into the 
endless rabbit hole. As you might say, uh, the loose thread. Ah, once pulled, reveals a new sweater. Yes. A user named Karen Hadsberg on Reddit found himself browsing through her seemingly unhinged Facebook posts when they realized all the posts were being liked by one specific account. The account was called Coochie Pelez. <laughs> Is that a person? Is that a person's name? Oh, oh we'll get into it. Coochie Pelez? Coochie Pelez. <laughs> and had the profile picture of a key lime pie. Oh. This led our Reddit sleuth to Coochie Pelez's own Facebook profile. Pelez's account was filled with a series of strange rambling posts revolving around a particular restaurant. After a quick Google search, Karen Hadsberg, who had stumbled upon this peculiar account, discovered they also... After a quick Google search, Karen Hadsberg, who had stumbled upon this peculiar... Peculiar... <laughs> Holy shit. I can't, I can't, I can't read. I don't know why I'm in charge of this. <laughs> After a quick Google search, Karen Hadsberg, who had stumbled upon this peculiar... <laughs> <laughs> Strike three, man. You're out. Uh, uh. It's funny because you type this shit. I know, but I just can't say peculiar. 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 You want to just point to me and I'll, I'll say it? After a quick Google search, Karen Hadsberg, who had stumbled upon this flaky <laughs> account, discovered they also that the user and this strange behavior they were showing went back for almost a decade. Other than this person's intense obsession with this restaurant, nothing seemed to be off. Well, other than the fact that we can trace these strange posts back to 2009, but the restaurant itself didn't exist. Oh, ghost kitchen, but it's not actually there. <laughs> I mean, that would be a ghost, yeah. <laughs> Assuming the Facebook profile was run by another Redditor who had also found these strange posts, Karen Hadsberg decided to message the account. After reaching out, Coochie's account wrote to Karen Hansberg. The world will soon know why Captain Coochie is the most interesting man on the planet. Karen Hansberg reached out again and asked, when can the world know who Captain Coochie is? About a month later, he received the following response. There's no medicine like an all-natural key lime pie made from scratch. One time, Captain Coochie Pelez was in the hospital for a kidney stone and was labeled a combative patient when he found out that the hospital kitchen staff were skimping on ingredients in the key lime pies. Well, seriously, what the hell did you expect when the king of key lime pie, Lord of Lords, finds out that someone who has been perverting the purest of the pure, as our friend Clint Eastwood might say, make my day. Captain Coochie's a badass. Karen Hadsberg pushed on, asking, asking who Captain Coochie was. You'll soon learn why people call Captain Coochie Pelez the most interesting man in the world. 
but don't take our word for it. Follow the long lines to Miss Anita and Captain Coochie Pelez's Key West Coocheritaville Key Lime Pie Factory and Grill, the place to be since 1976. That's a hell of a mouthful. Yeah. And that was probably their slogan. <laughs> That's a hell of a mouthful. <laughs> oh, man. I want to start a restaurant just to have that slogan. Yeah. Suspecting this to be another hoax or a bot, Karen Hadsberg asked for the address of the actual restaurant. Pelez's following response was more than unsettling. His entire subsequent response was in Swedish. Was that one of the languages? Hadsburg notes that he has no information on his profile informing his location, but he was, in fact, from Sweden. Ooh. Was this all an elaborate troll? To sort fact from fiction, we have to go back to the first postings from this supposed most interesting man in the world. We're time traveling back. Get your 1967 Chevrolet. We're time traveling back. Call up the teats. I'm in it. Let's go to Coochie Margaritaville uh, Key Lime Pie Extravaganza. So close. (laughs) So close. I believe you're referring to Miss Anita and Captain Coochie Pelez's Key West Coocheritaville Key Lime Pie Factory and Grill. Oh, so cool. Factory and Grill. That's such a power move. (laughs) Factory. That's awesome. The restaurant being obsessed over wasn't complete fiction. A Coochie's Key West, located in Asherville, North Carolina, is most likely the actual location. The spot was owned by Oswald Pelez Jr., and Anita Pellets. Ooh. And was shut down around 2006. The strange posts in question can be traced back to about 2009 at the earliest. There were seemingly thousands of these reviews that we can find on various sites and other posts. Individually, one might browse right past it without a second thought. However, when examined together we begin to see they all follow a similar repetitive fashion. The posts can cover a range of topics, including current affairs, politics, and sex, though they could all be vaguely similar in how they were written and would always mention Captain Coochie's Key Lime Pie. The majority of early posts were written by someone going by the name Jake Carson, but could also be found from hundreds of other accounts. These posts can be found on a multitude of sites, and most interestingly, the sites that would require verified emails and CAPTCHA seemingly ruling out that the posts were posted by a bot. Starting in 2009, the posts mainly can be found on food blogs or similar sites. They also are all posted under celebrity names, such as Jimmy Buffett, seemingly trying to add a false sense of endorsement to the restaurant. As the years push on, the posts get far more bizarre. In one post, the poster goes by Vinny Gambini, and they claim that Coochie's Key Lime Pies will give you instant orgasms and increase your penis size. (laughs) This is also a post that includes the supposed IRL location of Asherville, North Carolina. They also reveal in this post Oswald and Anita Pelez as the owners and parents to three boys 
Carlo, Centino, and Joseph. Around 2013, Captain Cucci's postings increased exponentially. Aligning with this increase of posting is the greater use of copy-and-pasted response. Users who have cataloged and analyzed the many posts began noticing interesting patterns or personalities. Three stood out among the many accounts, notably Jack Carson, Willie Jordan, and Roger Ramjet. Wait, what was that last one? Roger Ramjet. Apparently it was a cartoon character. I, uh, I thought we were going Roger Rabbit, so I, I kind of wasn't on the cartoon kick. Yeah, Roger Ramjet. 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 I'm going to ram a jet right up your ass. Precisely. Roger. <laughs> Roger that. Roger that. Ramjet. <laughs> People notice that they all follow unique habits. Jake Carson would almost exclusively, exclusively use copy and pasted response. Roger Ramjet would seemingly only post on articles or sites completely unrelated to key lime pie. <laughs> Willie Jordan's posts would consistently include sexual content sometimes bordering on the edge of being pornographic. I get Willie. Now it's adding up. I think I cracked it. I thought it would be more of a Richard. Oh, yeah. Dick. Dick. Ah! (laughs) (laughs) The majority of the posts, or at least the majority believed to be the same person, begin in 2009 and seem to end around 2016. Interestingly, the decline in posts seems to occur during the same time Reddit discovers this rabbit hole. Some similar posts can be found after 2016, though they are widely regarded to be impersonators. So, with no new information coming out about the key lime pie posts at all, we can only use the totality of all of his old posts to give us any information about who this person might be. Once Reddit discovered this mystery poster, users began the hunt to find their true identity. Many reached out to relatives of the Pelezes, who were unaware of the mystery. Most explained that Pelez Sr. was in poor health, pointing to the fact that it was highly implausible that he was cultivating some large-scale internet mystery. A therapist reading through the many posts pointed to this behavior possibly being the cause of someone on the spectrum. Another user recalled going through to Coochie's Key West and eating there and remembering that there was a return customer or somebody who worked there that was possibly on the spectrum. While all these insights were interesting, they unfortunately did not push us closer to Coochie's true identity. Through the hundreds, maybe even thousands of posts, there are some definitive facts we can infer. These facts are excellently laid out by the user Illuminati Pirate on the Agora Road Macintosh Cafe forums. The Key Lime Pie poster had to have frequented Coochie's when it was known for its burgers from around the late 90s to the early 2000s. The poster was probably in his 60 to 80 years of age based on the writing style and the pop culture references that were in the posts. Illuminati Pirate also points to a book, Naval Innovation for the 21st Century, the Office of Naval Research since the end of the Cold War, to give us a possible clue. That is like every 
Nick Cage movie. <laughs> just like, uh, oh, we found this random specific book on naval history of the 21st century after the Cold War. Yeah, it's highly, highly specific stuff. Yeah. The book references a Mark Y. Pelez and at least refers to him once as Captain Coochie. The book also mentions Anita Jones. Um, and she, I think she's listed as, I have it, yes, the Director of Defense Research and Engineering from 93 to 97 for Pelez. The book doesn't mention any romantic involvement between the two or their interest in key lime pies. Oh, you know, Anita. There's, too, there's just too many jokes with that name. Anita? Yeah. I need a key lime pie. Anita key lime pie. Or you can I go need, with her last name. I need a coochie. Oh. Jones? I'm yeah. Jones in for a key lime pie. <laughs> yeah. And then there's just coochie. <laughs> and then there's just coochie. Captain coochie. Captain coochie. Beyond this, though, we are left with no more information and a colossal amount of nonsensical posts. So, as we search for answers, there are many theories that come up. And I want to throw these theories at you and just kind of gauge what you're feeling and what you feel about these posts. Calm down. So some just chalk it up to a spam bot somebody who created this bot to just put these nonsensical reviews everywhere on the internet to see if they could. But what about the CAPTCHA? <laughs> how does a bot figure out how? what the fuck a streetlight is and how many corners it is in? Couldn't I can you. barely do it. I have to redo it like six times because apparently I miss one that's like, it's barely touching. Can we just <laughs> like put it fully in the picture? Because yeah. I don't know how many boxes I have to click or that Or when in. it gives you like nine pictures of streets and stuff like that and it's like click on the boats yeah. and i'm like excuse me there are no boats <laughs> there Trick are no qu- boats am i and it's like try again do you want a new one dum dum yeah. you want a new one yeah. can't find the boat that's the worst with the with the letters and stuff i'm like who is supposed to read this <laughs> like do you want to try again do you want an easier one yeah. it's like i don't even think this is english letters what wingdings are you giving me <laughs> maybe it's Gallic. Gallic? Ah, full circle. I think they're pronounced the same, are they not? Gallic? Gallic? Is it Gallic? I have no idea. Their Gallic lifestyle? Gallic? Gaul. Well, like the Gauls? They French? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. They're Gallic ways. Gallic twists? Sounds like a Gallic knots? Gallic knots. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's French, not Italian. Oh, (laughs) yeah. Some kind of point to the idea that it could be an ARG, which we've discussed in the past. Ooh. But, again, it's like, if it is, it went nowhere, and nothing came of it, so what? Like, why put all that effort? Like, year, I mean, decades yeah. of posting to just do nothing? What was the point of the game? Key lime pie. Key lime pie. Another one of those popular theories that the therapist talks is that it's just a person a mental handicap or autism or is on the spectrum or something like that. It really speaks to somebody with schizophrenia who just keeps reliving the same things and just kind of like putting it wherever they think it needs to be put. I don't know. 
Oh, I mean, we had someone, I think, on the spectrum in high school who used to call you Harry Cooter, which is pretty close. Captain Coochie. You think I'm the poster? This is my big reveal. No, maybe the kid we went to high school with. Oh, that's true. Who? I don't know. I can't remember. He called you Harry Cooter. Then he went to the Air Force, and now our government trusts him with million-dollar planes. Who? Carlo. Carlo? Remember the kid who was younger than us, who lived on my block? Who was no. a fucking weirdo? No, I don't, I don't, like, at all. You don't remember any I don't, of this? I don't, I, I have more memory of the dead squirrel we found in your pool that we made a Facebook account than this guy. Charles Poole, you mean? Charles Poole, yeah. I keep getting reminded to sign in because it's his birthday. <laughs> yeah. Um, you really, okay. He, he used to call you Harry Cooter. Oh, I remember the nickname. But I, I can't, I like cannot put uh, a face to the name. Yeah. I mean, this is clearly all just going to get edited out anyway, so. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> Maybe I'll just block his name out. I did in my mind. <laughs> Another possible theory that people have proposed, um, that all the posts were part of a large SEO advertising research campaign where they were posting all over the internet with like highly Googleable. Googleable? Is that, can you use that as like Googleable thing? Is it a Googleable thing? I think you Google. I was actually thinking about that the other day. When you get to the level of like your company name is now just a verb. Yeah. Google is definitely one of them. So I think so. Yeah. Like, cause I I mean, it makes sense to me that like, oh yeah, I Googled it. But is it Googleable? Googleable. Google. Google, Google Gaga. <laughs> so basically, like all the posts were filled with these really easy words that they were trying to see how high they would spike, like key lime pie, coochie, Captain Coochie, stuff like that. Like they would, people would search. Who searches Coochie on Google? <laughs> uh, Bing. Use Bing for that. <laughs> that that I could see maybe that a little bit, but. So out there, and all like the posts. I don't know. Or was it a series of coded messages? Was coochie code slang for, for vagina? Weed? Nope. Uh, oh, no, for weed, for drugs. Oh, and there was there a huge hidden network of drug runners around North Carolina area using reviews and comments to move products like. Oh, so key lime pie was like smack, smack. It was ganja. Uh, coochie apparently is Jamaican slang for a weed smoking device. Really? <laughs> yeah. Or oh. so the internet tells me. <laughs> I thought Jamaicans were just really horny. <laughs> Give me the coochie. <laughs> Come God, on, pass canceled. that coochie, girl. God, canceled. We're done. <laughs> we're out of here. Done. God, we didn't even make it to double digits. Oh, man. Yeah, so that, it's, it's hard to find anything else, but every, all, every single post is categorized, and you could read through them all, and they're all kind of similar to, in like the way they're written, 
to the responses that we read uh, to Karen Hadsberg, that Reddit user. They're crazy. Wait, so all the response, are there like, is there back and forth on these threads? Mm-mm. It's always just a post. Most of the res- most of the times that people respond to them, they think they're actually impersonators. Most of the responses are they're, they're very few and far between. It's mainly just there's a food recipe and it's posted in the comments. There's, you know, a review, it's posted in the comments, stuff like that. Got it. Okay. So it wouldn't be if it was the drug thing, which I want to lean into because I think that's solid. Yeah. And yeah. just the coolest one, obviously. That, yeah, it would just be like your source of information and you're getting updates, so it's only coming from one person. Yeah, it's like inventory. You're like, oh. Oh, this recipe calls for two sticks of butter. Exactly. That means Joe's running out of the sticky, icky, Afghan kush. Oswald, Pelez Jr. Oh, Oswald. Wait, and also, so they're... Those people, Anita, Anita Jones. Not Anita Jones. Well, yeah, uh, Anita Jones was the one in the book. Yeah, so those were real people. Yeah, that's, who, those are real people from that, from that naval book. And they actually owned the restaurant, too? No. Then who owned the restaurant? I thought... Uh, Oswald Pelez Jr. and Anita Pelez owned the restaurant. Oh, Anita Pelez, not yeah. Anita Jones. Yes. Yeah. So many goddamn weird names. Yeah. A lot of weird names. There was actually a weird synchronicity when I was writing this. Um, I was traveling back from Massachusetts back home, and I was on the bus. And I was writing it up on the bus. How much did that bus ticket cost? $41. That's a callback. <laughs> Doesn't cost $300 to get to Penn State. Don't care. $41 from Massachusetts to Brooklyn. Yeah. <laughs> Four four or five hours, yeah. 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 Anyways, I was writing it, and I was like, in the heat of writing about the Pelezes and stuff like that, and this kid next to me, who, he either went to like NYU or some school. Um, <laughs> some I love school. how you're so distanced from college that you're just like, it's NYU or, or some College, I don't know what that is. Are there multiple in the city? I don't know. It <laughs> says it's people? New York University. <laughs> Clearly, it's the only university in New York. If you had more, it would just be confusing. <laughs> Anyways, it was at night, and I like I was pretty focused on my own stuff, and I wouldn't have looked over to his computer screen except he opened it up, and it was pitch black in the bus at full brightness <laughs> to a white page. <laughs> And I was blinded by this 17-inch laptop that he pulled out in a bus seat. And he was going through some accounting review uh, for school or something like that. And the person he was reading about, their last name was Pelez, spelled the same way. So obviously, I kept trying to look over to his screen (laughs) to see if there was anything related. Uh, he had something to do with accounting. Anyway, there was no relations, but it was the same name and spelled the same. And I thought, I like, I I don't know, is Pelez like a common name? Not to me. Not to me. Not to me in my 
Pennsylvania raising. <laughs> Not to me in my Hudson Valley slash Hasidic <laughs> bubble. <laughs> but yeah, so I thought that was a very weird occurrence that just added to the mystery. Yeah. What are these Pelezes doing? Glad they're out of North Carolina. Asherville, North Carolina? Or Asheville, North Carolina? Asheville, I think, would make more sense. I think it's Asheville, yeah. Another thing that Yale has pronounced wrong for an entire episode. It is a real place, though. You can uh, find like a Google image search of the Key West Grill. So it it was a real restaurant, which I think kind of speaks more to probably just somebody with like Alzheimer's or or something like that, just like reliving their key lime pie and burger days. Because while there are like thousands of posts, it was over many years and it like broken down math wise is not an absurd amount that you're like, how did somebody possibly write all these things all over the internet? Like going back to Karen, Karen is like, how did somebody write all these things on the internet? Yeah, I yeah, I could see an old person just like stuck in there. I love Coochie, I yeah. remember. And you could kind of see it that it's posted on all these different websites because they like it, it they definitely started as as mainly food related. So they just be like, Oh, this looks good. Oh, I remember eating key lime pie. But then they just got weird and talking about like penis growth and stuff, so I don't know where that plays in. Eat up, folks. <laughs> Makes your penis big and gives you an instant orgasm. Oh. Yeah, that's 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 the key lime. That's Coochie's Key Lime Pie, Key West, Cucharita Factory Grill and Barn Arcade. <laughs> and again, this was all just an advertisement for Yale and Niles' new place you can find in somewhere North Carolina. Yale forgot the name. Asheville? I think Asheville. Asher. Asher. Asher Ketchum. Asher Ketchum. I want to be the very best. Or at least close. I'm Asher Ketchum. <laughs> Asher? Asher? <laughs> Asher Ketchum? Sure. Yeah, I thought that was like a fun little mystery. There's no solution to it. Like, it's like I'm, unsolved mysteries. It really is like unsolved mysteries. I'd love to have more solved mysteries. Maybe we'll get to it in the next episode. Oh! Not this one. We won't solve this one. But maybe we'll solve another one in the next episode. Yeah, we'll no. see. We solve this one. Key lime pie. Go eat it. Go eat it. Gives the instant orgasm. Yeah. Fuck Wait. pumpkin. A fuck pumpkin? No. No, 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 no. Wait. What? No, no, no. Just because it has it a face. No, 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 no. Uh, fuck pumpkin. Yeah, fuck pumpkin. <laughs> Uh, what would be the goddamn no it would be fuck pump it wouldn't be now do you leave the stuffing in or take it out oh no you give it the stuffing okay <laughs> well that's captain cooch's key lime pie mystery with a little karen Waldgraver sprinkled on the top just because i think it's interesting but it doesn't go anywhere so we'll smash them together and make make a little mystery pie no i i love it because i think Within this, we have tried to solve a lot of mysteries. Sometimes you got to leave it open because who knows? Things could happen. I mean, 
we all got to leave it open. Just like Summer of 84 did. Woo. We don't know when Mackey's coming back, but he says, I'm, I'm not coming tomorrow. But he goes, you're going <laughs> to, hey, you. <laughs> hey, hey, yeah. hey, you. I killed your fat titty buddy, and I'm coming for you. He goes, I don't know if I'm coming in a year, five years, in a key lime pie, but I'll be back. Or a pumpkin. Or a pumpkin. But I'll be back. And so it's, it's sometimes good. That kid's going to be looking over his shoulder every day. I'm going to be checking every key lime pie thing that pops up on the internet just to see if, if there's a little Anita, uh, Captain Coochie, somewhere. Somewhere out there. A little bit of Anita in my life. A little bit of key lime pie. I want that Coochie in my, my, my mouth. The captain said, yes, you can hop on deck. Now I'm on the deck and we're on a ship and I don't know where we're going with this, but it coozy, coozy, coochie, coo. And we're back to Captain Coochie's factory and grill. (laughs) (laughs) And that is going to be all for us at the Captain Coochie's Key Lime Pie Mystery. Uh, If you want to suggest a mystery or a deep dive or a rabbit hole for us to explore and dive into and not solve uh you could email us at weirdwidewebpod at gmail.com subscribe to our youtube channel weird wide web and we just have versions of this up on there maybe possibly in the future maybe a little video podcast if we get crazy Ooh, follow us on instagram on weirdwidewebpod you can also dm us there if you have a mystery you want us to look into and you can follow us on twitter that's more your uh Key Lime Pie Cucharitaville boat at Weird Wide Web Pod. As always, thanks again for joining me now. Thank you, Yale, for this wonderful and uh, delicious mystery. Mm-hmm.